in the game of basketball, stars are made. But how do they get to that point? How has the game changed them? And what are they doing today? Welcome to Rebound Radio with your host, Matt Fish of Rebound Magazine. Each week, Matt goes one-on-one with some of the legends of basketball, finds out their inside story, and uncovers stories you've got to hear to believe. Now, here's Matt Fish and Alex Clancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Ha ha. Great to see you. Yeah, you too. Alex Clancy, Matt Fish in studio. Rebound Radio, the first time you and I have been together in been, a month. Oh, yeah. We've been, I've been on the road. You've been on the road. Yeah, you've been <laughs> in way more fun places than I have. Well. Uh, 888-346-9144 is the phone number if you'd like to call in. We have a couple great guests on the docket today. Uh, we're going to start it off as we always do, and we're going to be very NBRPA heavy. We're going to be 100% NBRPA today, which is good news. Uh, it's always exciting to be able to do it. Matt hosted the show a couple weeks ago without me. Ran, ran uh, down his experience at the All-Star Game, which we will revisit briefly before bringing on our first guest. Uh, you can follow Matt at Rebound Talk. Email him at mattfish at reboundmagazine.com if you want to get any information on Rebound Magazine, which is a publication that Matt is the CEO of. Uh, he started the whole thing almost six years ago now. Uh, it's tied into the National Basketball Retired Players Association. It gives firsthand accounts of people's experiences, Q&A sessions, uh, spotlight pieces. If you want to uh, advertise with a great publication that is only getting bigger by the day, Matt Fish at reboundmagazine.com. If you want to see a bunch of hubbub and uh, ballyhoo on Twitter, you can follow me at Clancy's Corner. <laughs> Check out voiceamerica.tv. Click on the Rebound uh, Magazine uh, logo in the middle of the homepage, and you'll see a bunch of videos that both Matt and I did over the course of time. And Jeff Spinard, the CEO of Voice America, did a couple of videos, too, a couple of interviews with former NBA players and people a part of the NBA still. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we're going to talk about the schooled pro app. At some point today, because I we always talk about it. At some point, it's going to get rolled out, which is good. First, because we have a guest pending, we're going to talk about briefly your experience at the All Star Game. Give me bullet points and don't okay. talk about the game itself because okay. you didn't miss much. Well, <clears throat> and Arnie can attest to this. He drives and I drove, so a long drive. Got over there, and first event was something Jerome the Junkyard Dog was doing uh, called Shooting for Peace. Had an opportunity to give away two twenty thousand dollars scholarships to Alabama State University. Killer. Soon after that, we caught up to a showing of the first to do it, and um, and you t- you asked earlier about Lloyd. Well, that was a show about Lloyd Earl Lloyd, and all about him being the first African American person to play in the NBA. And that was day one. Day two uh, was first thing in the morning, setting up uh, up in the Legends Lounge uh, where everyone registers. Uh, We have a rebound booth up there. Uh, It's great to see all the guys come in, fraternize in the Legends Lounge. That night, uh, we had a variety of different things. We had the Legends Welcome. And then we backed that up with, and that was over at Harris. That was taken care of. That was a fantastic night, too. And I'd love to go into that more, and maybe we will later. But then after that, we went to, uh, let's see, the balcony over on top of Rubenstein's and saw, uh, it was raining a little, but still had a chance Building to churches see. or whatever you were doing in New Orleans around Mardi Gras? <laughs> yeah, around Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I had, a, had a chance to see a little bit of Mardi Gras. And then went into Saturday as well, and there were some nice uh, events. One of them, I went out to the Motorsports Speedway and drove a fast, fast car, fastest I've ever driven a car before. 
And uh, they're like, do you fit? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to make myself fit. <laughs> and uh, that was great. And we finished that uh, out. And then Saturday night, we had um, a viewing party. And then, then we had uh, a breakfast that morning I forgot about. And then brunch the next day on Sunday. And, and then the game. So that's as, <laughs> that's as bullet pointed and as quick as I can hammer through a fantastic weekend down in New Orleans. Uh, and I, I, I can't even tell you how much fun we had. Awesome. Well, we're going to segue right now cool. into our first guest. Cool. Apparently, uh, off air, I was told that uh, his second home would be New Orleans if he were to choose one. We're going to bring on the president and CEO yep. of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, Arnie Fielko. Sir, before we get into the serious stuff, do you put anything on your beignets when you go to Cafe Dumont, or are you a purist at heart? Oh man, that's a tough question. Now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm because because I, I I need to lose some weight here. I, I try to do it without the sugar, and uh, I actually like it a little naked and do a little cafe la with that, and uh, sit there and just watch uh, St. Louis Cathedral. There's nothing nothing much better in this world than doing that. So that's a lot of fun. Arnie, it's so great to have you on the show. Uh, it's the first time we've had a chance to talk much since the big uh, event down in New Orleans. And I, I can't tell you how much fun I had. And I know, you know you're know, you used to New Orleans. I'm, I'm hoping uh, that you had as much fun as you thought you would. Yeah, I did, Matt. First of all, nice to be on the show with the two of you. Thanks for inviting me. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great weekend. You know, the one thing New Orleans does better, I think, than any city in America is it really is a big event um, community. And as you know, the All-Star game was moved just a matter of months from uh, from All-Star weekend, you know, from Charlotte to New Orleans. And, uh, you know, they had a lot of work to do to get ready with hotels, with Mardi Gras going on, with the traffic, um, just a ton of stuff. And uh, I think the city pulled off a, a great weekend. And from the NBRPA standpoint, I, I also think it was a terrific weekend uh, jam-packed, as you just said, Matt, with all those events that went on. And, uh, you know, and, and the basketball, you know, well, I'm glad <laughs> Commissioner Silver announced in the last couple of days that they're going to take a look at that with the union. Um, you know, it's a wonderful time for the former players to get together and uh, to be able to fraternize, socialize, and, uh, and just, you know, be together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're proud to do that every year. We'll look forward to coming out west next year because we'll be going to Los Angeles. We are talking to President and CEO of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, Arnie Fielko. Arnie, for those of you that don't, for those that don't know um, how you made it to the position you're in now, why don't you give a brief history of where you started and how you uh, came to be the President and CEO of the NBRPA? Sure, thanks. Um, well, I'm an attorney by education, and I practiced law in Chicago uh, my first 10 years. Had a great love for sports um, and was fortunate enough to actually get my feet wet by uh, you know, serving as a volunteer assistant with a Division I conference that opened in Chicago, uh, handling their compliance work. And from there, I was invited to my first full-time job, which was in the the old CBA that Matt's familiar with. Yep. Uh, was, I was the deputy commissioner general counsel of the CBA for about four years, and that was terrific. Uh, from there, I was um, very fortunate to, uh, to go into the NFL. I was the executive vice president of the New Orleans Saints, which is what brought me to the city of New Orleans. And um, Katrina hit, 
like a lot of people, my life changed given some things that occurred uh, in the community, and um, I decided to stay there. I actually made a run for public office and was twice elected uh, to the presidency of the city council. And how I got to the RPA is really, uh, uh, you know, being in the right place at the right time. I was having lunch one day with a colleague, and they introduced me to a former great ABA player. Um, and um, the person said, you know, if you ever wanted to get back in sports, uh, I think our organization is doing a national search for a CEO. And I started to look at the organization, and I became very intrigued by it. I put my hat in the ring, and, you know, a few months later, I was very, you know, privileged to be offered the position to be the president and CEO. So I'm finishing my, my sixth year now. It's been a, a great experience. It's a great organization. Um, 25 years in the making. We just celebrated that anniversary in New Orleans at All-Star. And uh, we have a lot of good things ahead of us, a lot of positive things with really good people like Matt that are, you know, helping lead this organization. We're speaking with Arnie Falco on Rebound Radio, and I'm excited to have him on the show today. Arnie, you know, I'm, I, I've heard you go through this before, and I really, really, uh, it's just so impressive, your, your, you know, your journey to the NBRPA and your journey since the NBRPA. And I, I thank you for stepping in and turning this organization around, taking this organization where it needs to go and set it in the right direction. You know, above and beyond that, I'm really looking forward to kind of a quick update, a once-over of the NBRPA kind of status of where we're at now and where we could be headed in the near future and a lot of opportunities to look forward to. Sure. Um, you know, I, I do think that we've made a lot of progress in the six years um, in, in a lot of different categories. Um, you know, I think it starts with membership. Um, you know, that's the lifeblood of our organization. We're approaching 900 members right now uh, from the NBA, the ABA, the Globetrotters, and the WNBA. Um, we'll be certainly over 1,000 another year or two. Um, and I think that's driving a lot of our success. I think I think the people are seeing what this organization offers. We really have two primary missions. One is to help transition former players to a successful life after the game. And with that, we do about 20, 25 different programs in areas like health and wellness, financial uh, fitness, uh, career transition, things of that nature. Uh, almost all of those programs are free to our members. And then the other mission that we do is a community mission. We, uh, we, we, we feel that we have a, a great responsibility to help communities around this country, especially in the area of youth development. Uh, we also do some trips overseas, but giving back to the community has become a, a very important part of what we do. And so, you know, we, we have a lot on our plate right now. We do multiple events each year from All-Star to a very big summer conference uh, in August to a, uh, a national fundraising weekend that we do on the East Coast. Um, we're always adding programming partners almost every week to our roster to try to help our members in different areas. Um, we have a phenomenal relationship with the NBA. They are primary uh, funder. Um, and we have a growing relationship with the union. You know, that, that is one that I think as we look to the future, you know, presents tremendous potential for us. Uh, to do some joint programming and some other things with the uh, Players Association. So a lot of interesting things, a few big ticket items um, in the next few years that certainly I would like to uh, get off the ground and be successful at. And, uh, you know, I'm very gratified of the membership that we have. We have a strong chapter program. Uh, Matt's, you know, part of that 
program uh, leading the Phoenix chapter. And, um, you know, we're going to be growing that uh, hopefully beyond 11 to 15, 20, and eventually one in NBA, every NBA city down the road. So a lot, a lot of really good things ahead of us for the organization. Oh, yeah, and and I agree. We're excited. I'm excited. Uh, it's, it's fun to see this thing continue to pick up momentum. You know, uh, we've got the Final Four coming here real soon, and so we're looking to have a couple events down here. Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be a big uh, UNC Wilmington party, you know, given, <laughs> yeah. given, given that, uh, you know, they're going to obviously make that Final Four this year, so uh, <laughs> you'll probably be leading that party, I'm guessing, and uh, <laughs> if Northwestern makes it down to Phoenix, I'll be leading that party, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's an exciting time of the year, I have to tell you, this, I, I love college basketball, and uh you know, there's nothing like leading up to Sunday and uh, selection Sunday and then getting ready for next uh, week's games. That's really exciting. Well, I'm just excited that they still make uh, size 17 dancing shoes. <laughs> 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 because we're going to be dancing as much as we can. I know who I've got in the first round when it comes to Wilmington. <laughs> so uh, There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I also wanted to touch real quickly. Uh, can you give a little update on the health insurance that the Players Association has brought to us? I wanted you just to comment briefly on that too. I'm really proud of that too. Yeah, that that you know, one of the first things that I heard when I joined the organization is that the most important thing to our players is a health insurance program. And I know our organization has tried for years. It's a it's a difficult thing because of underwriting to you know, find companies that, you know, will, you know, will write that type of policy given, you know, given, you know, the health conditions of former athletes. Um, so we've been trying and looking, but candidly, we would have never been able to afford the program. And lo and behold, a year ago, uh, the union made the decision. Uh, not, not, I, I've been told it's with the NBA in partnership. I, I think we're kind of waiting on confirmation from that. But they made the decision to bring uh, health insurance to the former player community. And it, it basically is a, an unprecedented program in sports. Uh, it's going to cover all NBA players that have three years or more of service. Uh, the longer players played, uh, the better the benefits are. Um, I think eventually it will be broadened to probably include the WNBA as well. Hopefully it will. Um, but it, it's a groundbreaking program. It, it costs somewhere in the area of $15 million a year. Uh, it's going to cover out of our membership probably 80% of all of our members. And, um, again, Matt, you know this. I mean, so many of our members, you know, either, you know, struggle financially um, or, or certainly struggle health-wise. The ability to have a health insurance program like this is just, you know, it's going to save lives. It's going to help people's life. Um, they also have a cardio program that's been going around the country, as mm -hmm. you know, that literally has saved lives. Um, so, you know, between all of that, we're very appreciative of what the union has done. Uh, the NBA as well has been a great partner. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to continuing uh, things in this area. You know, there's nothing more important than people's health. And uh, every time that we can put a program together that helps our players stay healthy, you know, eat well, do regular checkups, you know, handle their heart and orthopedic issues. I mean, we're all for that. That's a very important part of what the organization stands for. Well, we're running out of time, uh, but I tell you what, uh, I wanted to have this opportunity also to announce that down here on April 9th, we'll be having our heart screening. 
And uh, it's going to start nice and early in the morning at about 7. It's going to run to about noon. And then right after that, we have a basketball game at 3 o'clock that we all can attend. So pretty excited. Yeah, excited about that. So this is the first chance I've had to announce it. And there you go, the announcement. (laughs) So I'm going to make sure everyone's coming out. You know, we're going to invite the WNBA players to come out as well and the ABA. And I asked Joe Rogowski, so he's head of the Players Association. And he told me, no question, you know, hey, yeah, bring them out. We're here to help. And um, uh, right now we're getting logistics together, but it will be April 9th. And that is right around the corner. So, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And and I wanted to get to the top of his list. You know, I was like, come on, Joe, it's our turn. And sure (laughs) enough, you know, he he had us in mind. I saw him in New Orleans, circled back, and now we got it on the the calendar. So uh, excited about it. Arnie Fioco, president and CEO of the National Basketball Retired Players Association. Sir, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully we can have you on in the next month or so so we can get some more updates on any and all things NBRPA. And for those of you that – we're listening. Cafe Olay is half coffee, half hot milk. I don't know if you want if that you glossed over that, didn't know what he meant. <laughs> I googled it. I know what it is now. <laughs> you got it. All right, thank sir, you guys for having me. Yeah, Thanks, thank you very much, sir. Okay. That was awesome. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. mean, he's very, very knowledgeable. Oh, I mean, man. He's, and he, he knows more about the the inner workings of the NBRPA than anybody at this juncture. He has really grown the organization, and I have to commend him for that. He turned into a, a group of guys that were kind of disgruntled. They were kind of didn't know which direction they wanted to go, and Arnie stepped in and runs it like a business, you know, and it ought to be run like a business, and it's turned into a bigger and a bigger business. So, you know, I'm excited that he just announced a new deal with the NBA, too, which brought millions more to the organization. On the other side of the break, we will talk to the new chairman of the board of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, former Houston Rockets, Dwight Davis, the best Double hugger D. in the United States. Alex Clancy, Matt Fish in studio, Rebound Radio. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundmagazine.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Hey, we had a great first half of the show talking with Arnie Fielko, the CEO, president of the National Basketball Retired Players Association. And most recently, at the All-Star Game down in New Orleans, we had Dwight Davis, Double D, step up as chairman of the board. Excited to have him join us today. Dwight, welcome again to Rebound Radio. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing real good, man. I'm doing really, really well. It's good to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you, man. And I uh, just want to thank you for all the great work you're doing as the uh, president of the Phoenix chapter. You guys are doing a lot of great work in the community, and word is getting back to us frequently of how much people appreciate what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. And we have the Final Four right around the corner, and we plan on having a couple of really nice events there in partnership with the city. And I believe we're going to try to bring shooting uh, for peace down here. Uh, the thing that, uh, you know, JYD, the Junkyard Dog, has been doing. So we're, we're working on it, uh, working real hard on it. But I wanted to share with you, too, I just told Arnie, on April 9th we have our heart screening here. So I'm excited to be able to do that as well. Boy, that's a that's a big that, that's a big thing, and as you know, o- over the past year, several of our players have averted what could be a serious uh, illness or death because of the heart screening. Double, did you go through that? I did not. Unfortunately, okay. unfortunately, I don't live in one of the major cities. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in New Hampshire, uh, and uh, so I have not gone through it yet, no. Okay. I, I kind of went through the one up in Vegas, but you had to live locally around there in order to take the entire evaluation. So uh, I didn't get a chance to go through all of it, but uh, I talked to Joe Wagowski the other day, and he says it's a, a really streamlined process. I'm going to be there first thing in the morning to make sure that we get through it right away. But uh, I'll report back to you and let you know how you know how it went and, and, and you know how if they found anything. I'm sure they will uh, on some people, which like like you said, will save lives. Excellent, man. Yeah, we, we've had several members who were headed for um, a, a serious illness mm-hmm. or, or even death, and so that's that's one of the good things that's really happened to us. Well, Double D, congratulations on stepping up and taking the role of chairman of the board. I couldn't think of a better man, and as Alex says, he can't think of a better hug. Yeah, I still I still have the imprints on my back. I've told everybody. Um, I, like, I, I was I was I was trying I was trying soft love. I'm sorry, you know. That's, no, that, listen. That, that's, that's it's just the rebounder in me. You, you know, know it, it's it's a Care Bear lasting impression. It's fine. I mean, it's not. There's no there's no bad blood here. No. I was for those of you, if you don't remember me, I was the one the only one under six feet. That was me. I do remember. You. <laughs> I remember you well. But you know what? You're under six feet, but you have the brightest smile of any, anybody go. around. Thanks, man. Good yeah, I, I had a good time out at the Legends Conference. You know, it was so Matt and I talk about this a lot. Um, we always talk about just that was my first experience with with the Brotherhood, I guess you could say. And we were in the the lounge for several. We were there for eight hours, and it was um, it was interesting to see how many smiles there really were when everybody kind of comes together. It's very kumbayaish to say, but. Like, you could tell that there was an ambiance there of everybody there to be a part of the greater good and to do and to do um, exemplary things together. And uh, it was really nice. I, I had no idea what to expect. 
Um, but it was we were down in the dungeon down there at, at the uh, in the conference rooms. But it was it was fantastic. I had a great time. It's all it's, it's always a great time, and you know, and, and it's very fraternal. The guys, the ladies, the globe trotters. Uh, we we are, we're happy to see each other. We we all have that, as Matt knows. Mm-hmm. We all have to have that pathway that we trudge trying to get to excellence in sports. And so you you build those relationships, and they're the common bond because you understand what the person went through. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. It's a fight to get to the top. And I'm proud to say, Dwight, you're at the top of the board of directors at chairman of the board. What are some of your thoughts on bringing some opportunities to the organization? And uh, give us a little rundown of status and future. Okay. I, I love to do that, Matt. Thanks awesome. for asking. First of all, I, I, want, I want to uh, compliment the uh, executive committee that I have, the people that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. I have Mike Singer-Glenn who is vice chair and also an analyst for the Atlanta Hawks. Mike has spent years working with the disabled, the hearing impaired, deaf people. Uh, you know, he's probably one of a few NBA ball players who is accomplished in, in, in sign language. Um, and he's been doing that for years. Very, uh, you know, also he's a student of black history mm-hmm. and has done a lot in advancing black history in the schools in Atlanta and other places. He's vice chair. Mm-hmm. Next we have uh, Casey Shaw, who is uh, treasurer and the uh, chair of the finance committee. Casey is assistant coach at Vanderbilt now. Mm-hmm. He worked many years in, 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 um, in, in finance before he... Uh, came to uh, become a coach, and so he's going to be a very strong finance person for his finance committee chair. Also, we have Nancy Lieberman, who's our secretary. She's the, uh, she's the greatest of all time, um, and, you know, she's a, 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 a fundraiser extraordinaire. She's assistant coach with the Sacramento Kings, um, of one of the greatest athletes ever. Yep. So... That's the executive committee, and then not, and, 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 and you can't get forget Spencer Haywood and Rick Barry who are doing sure. great work for us. So we got a great board. For, first of all, things that are really special right now, Matt. For us, we had a meeting with with Adam Silver on Friday. What a great man he is! Adam is a great man, and Adam came into the room and he's very candid, uh, and, and, and and he talked to us about his vision for the NBRPA. Nice. In association with the NBA. And his vision for the NBRPA was one that is going to help us with marketing opportunities, of which we've closed two or three deals already where the NBA has pitched the NBRPA. And out of each deal, it was 50-50. Revenues would share 50-50. 100000 to the NBA, 100000 to the NBRPA. Nice. In years past, Matt, you know that never would have happened. That, no, you're right. Another thing that 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 that, that uh, Adam said to us also, guys, I know we've tied your hands in the past in terms of having going out and seeking revenue opportunities. We're going to do our best to untie your hands, and and, and wherever it's possible, you guys can go out and market yourselves, market your brand, and generate revenue. Great. What that means for us, that means that no longer will we have to be dependent upon the NBA and the PAY revenues. Another area that uh, that is of interest for of myself and Arnie and the board to get current players to become members. 
as soon as they join the NBA, become members of the NBRPA. So we're working very hard on our relationship with the, with the, with the NBPA, and we're very thankful to the NBPA for sponsoring uh, the, the, the health care initiative yeah. by which all of us, you and, you, you and I, Matt, you know, if you get three years in, man, you get, you get health care for life. Yeah. What a deal. Mm. What a deal, man. And, and so really grateful to, to the NBRPA for the, for the NBPA for that and want to work closer with them on programming and other ideas. Um, so much has been happening, uh, Matt. I can't, I can barely speak to it all, yeah. but I feel like myself, this board, my executive committee, we're in the right place at the right time. Well, I'm sure your head is spinning because it's a lot of information to digest in a short amount of time, especially when he's so excited and proactive and trying to really make that difference. And uh, can't you just feel the momentum picking up? I certainly can. I feel the momentum picking up. And, 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 and you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. ships. So things, you know, you know, Rebound Magazine has, has, has been a labor of love for you and Alex. Rebound Radio. These are things that we want to be supporting, you know, and, and, and giving space for. Um, and there are so many tangible ideas out there that are becoming in reach. And we're, so we're excited about it. Great. I'm excited to share it to you. I got an email yesterday, and the Phoenix Suns put Rebound Radio out to all their season ticket holders. So, uh, yeah, thank you. So I touched base with Arnie, and he's, uh, we're going to set something up with having that as best practice across the NBA. So you're right. Uh, things continue to um, uh, just pick up speed. It's like a snowball going downhill. So, again, you know, this is just fantastic. I'm smiling right now from ear to ear. You know, uh, it's the first time we've had a chance to touch base since All-Star, and I just felt that weekend was, was, was really, really good, you know. But that being said, having you there, making sure the difference is being made, keeping your thumb on things, and, and keeping this momentum rolling. And, and, you know, I just can't thank you enough for your service. Uh, Alex? Yeah, uh, so that's great. So we're all here for the greater good, everything. What, so when you were given the position, or when you earned the position and it was awarded to you, is there one thing that came to mind right away you're like, I want to change that first, or I want to expound upon this first? Or was it just like, okay, let me take in what all my responsibilities are now, and then we'll go from there? Or was there one thing that came to your mind right away? Alex, excellent question. I'll give you a 1A and a 1B. 1A for me, uh, when I was elected on Saturday, after talking to Adam Stibble on Friday, I want to increase revenue. That's 1A. 1B is, to take that revenue and dedicate it toward membership, membership programming, uh, ancillary, and very important things like Rebound Radio, Rebound Magazine, those things that help brand us and help us grow. That's 1A and 1B because with more revenue, you can do more things. You can do more positive and good things. So excellent question. That's what came to my mind instantly on Saturday night when uh, I was elected. 
And I know that these people forget about players, and I'm here to remind them, man, all these guys did something amazing throughout their career. So that's really what spurs on rebound. I want to remind those people, hey, man, this was his journey. This is how he gave back to the game to make it the game that we made. So, you know, without us... You know, there isn't a LeBron James. And contrary to popular belief, there are actually basketball players before LeBron James, you know. And I'm trying to, yeah, we're trying to dispel all those, you know, that forget. So let's remind them. Let's talk about the evolution of the game. You know, let's market these players. Let's show them. Let's put them up on a pedestal like they deserve, you know. And and I got to say, I must commend you. You did a fantastic job on NBA TV at the brunch. You just knocked it out of the park. You know, Thank you very much for that, Matt. You know, it's, it's, uh, it was important for me to try to deliver uh, um, some words that, that were meaningful and, and, and deliver in, in an appropriate way. But going back to what you were talking about, you know, um, the, the guys who, who paved the way, the, the guys who made this happen, these are also the guys who are touchable. They are in our communities. They're doing the things that Matt Fish does in Phoenix with his chapter, and Willie, and, Willie, and Willie Norwood does in Detroit with his chapter, and Willie Davis does in, 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 uh, in, um, in Dallas with his chapter, and Major Jones does in Houston. We are the, we are the touchables. We're, we're the NBA touchables, <clears throat> unlike some of the current players who are untouchable mm-hmm. because of their schedule and, and, and so, on, you know, so forth and so on. But we're the touchables. We're the guys in the community. We're the guys in the schools. We're the guys in the hospital. We're the guys who are on the spot when any auxiliary club, school calls and says, I need somebody to come and talk. I need a basketball player, a former basketball player, to come in and talk to our kids. We're there. And you know that, Matt. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, we're, we're, we're grassroots approach, man. We've got feet on the ground. We're the soldiers. You know, we, we understand that w- without the fans, without the community itself, we couldn't have been able to achieve the things we did. So we constantly are trying to find ways to give back. And I'm excited that we have the Final Four here in Phoenix, not far away. We plan on some nice events with the city. We're going to bust some kids down to you know, some practices and some stuff down at the Final Four. We're going to have a chance to uh, uh, give away a couple scholarships and uh, do some fundraising to be able to help uh, kids in need. And uh, we've, we've already identified those kids in need, and we're working on those project, uh, programs right now and those projects right now. So that's another example that's up and coming, uh, let alone the uh, heart screening that we have here April 9th. So a, a couple nice things right around the corner for right here in the Phoenix chapter. And I know, like you said, each chapter is out there making a huge difference. So you've been on boards pretty much your whole professional career after basketball. What makes, uh, what makes this one different? What makes this uh, uh, board of directors different? Yeah, like, like I understand it's basketball. I understand it's not city council or something like that. But uh, obviously every board is going to be different. But you share your knowledge over the past, whatever, 20 years doing this stuff. What? Well, let, let, me, let me change the question. What can you bring from your history of being on board of directors with, uh, under different avenues into the NBRPA board of director position? Well... I would support being on the board of directors for the NBRPA. Um, it's like working within the family, as opposed to being on boards, you know, state boards in New Hampshire, you know, boards with a workforce investment. You know, you're working with good people, 
and, and you have a goal. But this board is like working for family. It's a family affair. And, and, and as such, you, you really are invested in a different way because it's family. And so there is no limit. There is no, I can put this away. I, I, a couple of nights ago, <laughs> I, was, I woke up about 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and uh, the, I, I, I'm sure the last two hours between 4 and 6 o'clock, all my dreams, all my thoughts were, how can we make the NBRBA better? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Sure. And, <laughs> because I remember some of the things that I dreamt and thought about in that last couple of hours before daylight. And um, I, I don't recall doing that with the Workforce invest, Investment Board. I don't recall. <laughs> yeah. I having those kind of night thoughts. I suppose when it's your peers, you know, and it's people that, uh, you know, you've, you've gone through things together with, and now you know, you're trying to represent them the best way you know how, the, the pressure might be kind of, you might put a little pressure on yourself, but I tell you, you know, I'm behind you, and I know many, many are, so uh, just continue to do what you're doing, and just uh, uh, lead proudly, and uh, really looking forward to it. We're, we're kind of coming up on the break right now. I, I would really love to have you hang out and just chat a little bit more, um, if you can do that. Is that okay, Dwight? I, I can do that. Okay, sweet. Uh, we're going to uh, take it to break, and uh, thanks for uh, joining us with Rebound Radio. We have Dwight Davis, and he'll be back with us after the break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundmagazine.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Rebound Radio. We're speaking with Dwight Davis, Double D, Chairman of the Board of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, former selection of the NBA Cleveland Cavaliers, scored nearly 3,000 points, 2,000 rebounds, and over 500 assists in his illustrious career. You know, at Double D, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, thanks again for joining us. I wanted to ask you the question, were you nervous at all stepping up in front of the mic on NBA TV just two short weeks ago? Uh, of course. <laughs> of course, I had some butterflies. Sure. But I, I've had the fortune of my, my father, I call my, my father, he was a great orator, he was a great speaker, and I grew up in the church addressing the uh, the congregation. Sure. Uh, I was on the debate team in high school. So I've had a chance to deliver a few speeches. So I know some of the tricks of the trade, just like you do, Matt. Don't, you know, first of all, you don't be overwhelmed by the size of the crowd. <laughs> you know, you focus on what you need to do. Yeah. You take deep breaths. But I knew that was a big moment mm-hmm. for our organization, and I wanted to represent well. And you did. You stepped up there, talked about where we're at, what your plans are, what we are as an organization. And uh, I just felt that it was very well received and very well delivered. And uh, who else better than Double D? So uh, that, that was great. I wanted to get in a little bit of your playing career. Uh, at the end of your playing career, when you transitioned, what were some of the transition um, issues or or problems that you had from the days of playing and the days after, and do you carry that over into your work today? I very, I very much carry it over to my work today, Matt. I, I credit, along with my family and loved ones, I credit the NBRPA for help saving my life. I grew up in a very great family, good family. My father and mother married for sixty four years until the day my father died. <clears throat> my father is my hero. Never saw the guy drunk or, you know, just always working hard. Mm-hmm. I found myself getting into the fast lane as an NBA player after about my third year. Mm-hmm. And um, as a result, I developed uh, addiction. Okay. So I was one of those folks who became detached from the league and um, I lost my way. And because of my family that loved me and, and, and kept expressing that, even though even during the times when I couldn't hear it, uh, and because of the NBRPA, which reached out to me, a number of people like Jim Clemens, Clifford Ray, Bill Walton, mm-hmm. a number of people reached out to me, John Egan, yeah, and, and said, man, you know, you can come back from this and we'll help you. And they did. And and look at look at where I am today. Yeah, you not know, only. I have a family. Yeah. <laughs> not only family. Yeah, I I own a business. You know, uh, uh, you know, it's it's it, and and this is what this organization can do, Matt. Yeah, and that's why this organization is so important to me. This organization can save lives too, just like that heart screening mm-hmm. that is going to be coming to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. This organization can save lives in many ways. And it's just important to me. It's just no one better to speak on saving someone's, turning someone's life around, and all the way, you know, to chairman of the board, you know, and 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 not only did you circle back with the help of Johnny Egan and and some of the other fellow players, but you excelled. 
And I just can't think of a better spokesperson than someone who was brought in, uh, took under the wing, and then you just basically took it and ran with it. And you were fostered, and then you turn around and now you're fostering. So, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 Matt, I, again, I can't, uh, I, I give the credit to all the guys. Matt, I remember the first time you and I met formally. I, 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 I believe that you knew about my history, but you welcomed me with a great big smile and a hug, and you didn't, I mean, you just went forward with, with conversation and thoughts. You know, you, 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 you showed me the, you know, a modicum of respect. It, it, you know, and I got that from Bob Elliott and so many other folks. Nice. You know, uh, that's the kind of stuff that helps you recover. People with their arms wide open and not crossed, that's the way the NBRPA is. And like you said, it is such a battle to get to the highest of the sport, and 0.01% make it. There's only about 3,000 or so of us running around out there that had the opportunity to play it at the highest level. And the, 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 it's not even a question on whether or not you're part of the family, whether or not anyone's part of the family. If you have made it to that high of a level, you will be welcomed in with open arms, and you will be fostered. And, 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 and it's what you do with it. And Double D, you took it, and you ran with it, and I commend you. And uh, I really look forward to your time with the NBRPA. I look forward to the future of the NBRPA. Uh, and I really look, uh, look, I can't look beyond uh, that, but I have this vision of fantastic things happening during your tenure there. Well, you know, it, it's my hope. And, and Matt, if, if, if there's one prayer that I have for the NBRPA is that we can make sure that every player who becomes an NBA player immediately becomes part of the NBRPA because we know in those first three years between the last day of dribbling a basketball and the rest of life, in those first three years of the basketball, folks who will get lost, that's when most folks will get lost. Most players will get lost. They get lost, lost in finance. They get lost in marriage. They get the problems will come upon them like a tsunami in that first three years. So if we can work with them for those first three years, they got it made. Well, I understand the first three years I was done playing. I had never even heard of the NBRPA, and that has stopped. Now the people know about the NBRPA. We're getting it to the current players, and I appreciate that this fact that's high on your priority, that you reach these players while they're still playing, and they can jump on this. I know Major League Baseball does it, and I know 90-plus percent of those guys are involved with the uh, Players Association, and ours is better. Ours is better than theirs, and of course I'm biased. Yeah, of course I'm biased, but you know as well as I know, we are the best retired organization that there is. We're better than the NFL because they're splintered. They have more than one organization, you know, and we aren't. The NBRPA, we have what we have, and and to me it is the shining star of retired players. Uh, associations, and, and I just uh, think that we're going to go ahead and uh, lift this thing up in the air, put stilts on it, you know, under it, and make sure that this thing is sturdy and uh, ongoing and helps, and we need to get younger. So what are some of your thoughts about getting younger? Well, again, the key to it, the key to it is, is getting current players involved. Okay. Secondly, secondly we have to, we're going to have to adjust our programming, and we're going to have to 
really uh, uh, support our younger members as they go out to recruit. Right. Because we do have a, a significant number of, of players in that 40-ish range, mm-hmm. but we have to give them support, and we have to give them a talking point. We do. And, and let them know that if, 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 if they need us to go on a call with them, we'll do it. So those, you know, those two things, get the current players, support our younger, our, our younger members as they go out and, and, uh, and recruit. And I agree, and, and, and everyone knows somebody. You know, you, you talk about the players that are there now, and we've even got uh, fathers and their sons, you know, they're playing in the NBA. And so with that, you know, yeah, we do. So, you know, make sure that they just show them the way and continue to mentor not only as a father, but as a demonstration of what can be done after the game is over. So much can be done after the game is over, and we're proving it as our organization. And that's really why I enjoy doing Rebound, because not enough people know about the great things that we do, not only for our organization and the community around us, but the players themselves as they transition to life after the game, you know, life after the basketball stop bouncing and those lights go out. I'll admit that the first three years of my life, I was depressed. I kept trying to figure out, am I really done playing? You know, am I really, I can, I can get back in shape and I can do this a little longer. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it is. Um, but I, I knew, told, yeah. I tore, I tore my leg, and I'm thinking, I can get back. I can get back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and one thing's for sure that everybody that does sign an NBA contract, they will be a former NBA player. And we just yes, need to sir. stress that enough you know, to the players now, those guys that are out there uh, uh, having the shining light on them at this point. Uh, understand that let's just carry that light right on over to the NBRPA. You know, and I often run into some of the guys that aren't involved with the NBRPA, and I ask them why. And some of them are bigger names, and some of them feel like, well, we don't, you know, maybe I don't need the NBRPA. And I just turn to them and, and I say, we need you. There you go. We exactly. need you. It's not about you. Need We need you. We need yeah. you to get on board. <laughs> You know, and so I, I think I've, I've, I've struck a few nerves when I've said that, and I think that it gets them to thinking. They, they kind of sit back, and they're like, yeah, you're, you're right. I could give a lot back to us because we are. You know, Go ahead. You know, if, you know as, as I said before, the NBA is, in, and the retired players, they're, they're like family to me. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the next family after the blood family. If I can't give back to my family, what am I really doing if I say I'm doing stuff in the community? Yeah, you're After right. After my blood family, the NBRPA, you guys are my next family. It just feels like home when you're around all these guys and you get a chance to see them once, twice, three times a year. Speaking of the next time we're going to get a chance to see one another, and I hope it's sooner than the Legends World Sports Conference, but do you have any insight on maybe when it's going to be? I think we know where. Can you share what you know about the up-and-coming conference? I think it's going to be in Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> Cabo San Lucas. And that doesn't hurt with the fraternity either now, does it? <laughs> that does not hurt. 
Well, yeah, I, I believe that's when it is, and I think it's in August. It might be hot, but I tell you, that's all right. We're going to figure out a way. I think we're going to an all-inclusive place, from what I hear, too. So it's nice. I love those when we do those because we're all together, and we're at one resort area, and no one's off doing something else. We're around, and we see each other often, and we really have a chance to sit down and share stories, and share futures, share visions. And uh, I, I know we've got a lot of visionaries within the group, and we obviously have many, many on the board of directors, and we have one of the best at the top, Dwight Davis. So, you know, Dwight, I can't thank you enough for coming out today and joining me. I'm going to have to uh, say goodbye, but I tell you this much, I can't wait to get you back on the show again here to give us another update. And I can't wait to see your big self and get in them big paws of yours and give me a great, great big old squeeze. <laughs> I, I got one for you and for Alex, okay? <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again, Dwight, and we'll talk to you another time. Matt, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. God bless. God bless. All right. Dwight Davis, again, you know, it's just been so good to have him jump on the same show as Arnie Falco, the CEO of the NBRPA, and the two of them together, you can just hear it in their voice. They're excited. They're excited about the future. They're excited about where this thing is headed. And just to hear this, that he just met with um, um, Adam Silverman just the other day, and he's telling him all the things that Adam's been telling. So uh, to me, every time I, I, I learn something new, I just see that this thing is, is really going to continue to not only make a difference in one another, but give back into the communities. And, and I'm going to touch again on being the president of the Phoenix chapter here. We have some up and coming opportunities. I will tell you more when they are solidified, but there will be stuff like basketball games, and we're going to have former NBA, WNBA players playing against the Police Athletic League. And in doing so, we're going to be able to have some of the students loaded onto a bus and sent out to events that are going on to the Final Four. But beyond that, we're raising money. We're raising money for scholarships. So we know for sure uh, that we gave two $20,000 scholarships from Alabama State at an event out of New Orleans. And I'm working hard to see if we can't pull that off here. But beyond that, um, just make sure that the game of basketball continues to be a, a sport that is one that everyone enjoys watching, everyone enjoys going out and the event at hand, as well as use that platform to give back to the community and give back to those in need and give back to one another. So it's been a day of just that, giving back, sharing. I had Dwight, Dwight Davis, I had Arnie Felco on the show. Alex had to take off, just to, he just had to take off. He had to be somewhere, so I'm gonna say later for Alex. Uh, Alex was excited to be able to be here when he was. Uh, but uh, again, thanks for joining me on Rebound Radio. I'm Matt Fish at mattfish at reboundmagazine.com. I'm the president of the Phoenix chapter here, and Rebound Radio is out here teaching you about the NBA and the players that made it and how we help one another now as well as the community. Thank you. Join us next week on Rebound Radio. Looking forward to it. It's my favorite hour of the week. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to Rebound Radio. Please join Matt Fish next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll profile another legend of basketball. Have a great week.